interview with Ben McKenzie from Southland and the OC. Stay tuned. Hello once again, and welcome to the TV series finale podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Kimball. If you're a regular listener to the podcast, thanks very much for joining me once again. And if you're new to the show, I want you to know that this podcast is part of tvseriesfinale.com. Now that's, as you might have guessed, a website, and it's devoted to TV show cancellation news, last episodes, and reunions. Recent news includes the cancellation of ABC's Ugly Betty, TLC's American Chopper, casting on the new Hawaii Five-0 pilot, and the CW's renewal of five of that network's TV shows. Which ones have been renewed might surprise you. We just finished a SmackDown-style game where readers could vote for the popular or long-running show that they'd like to see canceled, kind of a little twist, and the current voting game lets you vote for the show that's endangered of being canceled that you'd like to see renewed. There's a link for that on the homepage. Today, I'm happy to bring you my conversation with actor Ben McKenzie. Ben became known to TV viewers via Fox's primetime series, The O.C., several years back. That show lasted four seasons and was canceled a couple years ago. Most recently, he's playing one of the main characters on the Southland series. Now, that's about a group of cops that work in Los Angeles, and Ben is playing a rookie on the series. Southland ran for NBC last season for seven episodes to middling ratings. The Peacock Network renewed the show, but then, having decided to run the Jay Leno show five nights a week at 10 p.m., NBC executives subsequently felt that they didn't really have an appropriate place for it on the schedule and canceled Southland before its second season began airing. Production of season two was shut down after six episodes. Fortunately, TNT picked up the show and made a deal to run last year's first season episodes, as well as the six new installments. The cable channel is open to going back into production on the series, but hasn't made a decision yet. They're likely waiting to find out how well the second season episodes perform, and they premiere on TNT on March 2nd. In our talk, I asked Ben about the show, the cancellation, the move to TNT, the last episode that they filmed, and even one little question about the end of his former series, VOC. So now sit back and have a listen to my chat with actor Ben McKenzie. Listen, thanks so much for talking to me today. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. First of all, congratulations on Southland. And uh, it's it's got to be a bit of a crazy ride for you What with a, the NBC cancellation and then being picked up by TNT. Yeah, it's been nuts. Really interested in, obviously, what, what attracted you to the character and, and to the TV show? Um, read the pilot um, in the summer of... Um of uh, 09, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, oh, wait, was it 08? No, it was 08. Right. And, um, and um, I, I was immediately struck by how uh, underwritten it was, in a sense, in a sense that um, smartly written, you might say, but mm-hmm. um, there wasn't a whole heck of a lot of 
personal dialogue. You know, I think I think there's a tendency on television shows these days, um, particularly in other genres, but but even on cop show type type series, where the characters talk about their feelings a lot. They'll sort of right right to each other and kind of do this sort of expository thing where they talk about how they're feeling, and I, it always strikes me as a, as a bit ridiculous um, in the sense that it's just not particularly realistic in how people interact, particularly cops. Right. And this show, the pilot didn't do that. The, you've got a sense of who these characters are, who they might be, but but it was all done in kind of a, a cool, slightly, um, slightly uh, in, a, in a subtle way. Um, uh, the dynamics were there, but they were not you weren't beaten over the head with them. You sort of got a feeling, all right, so this training officer is a bit of a hard ass, and he's got a very particular view of his job and of humanity that may be slightly skewed, but uh, but he also, at the end of the episode, is uh, controlling himself with some drugs and alcohol and maybe in a gay bar, and that's interesting. And then right. uh, my character, the rookie, is uh, seems sort of potentially competent and potentially a good officer, but also a rich kid um, from Beverly Hills. What the hell is he... What is he doing in this world? Why did he choose this world? It, just, it left me with more questions at the end of the day, at the end of the episode, than it did answers, and I always think that's a good sign for a series, that you need to kind of be sophisticated enough to hook people in, but not give them easy answers, kind of, kind of, sort of lead them yeah. so that they'll, they'll want more. And, uh, right. and then, and then, and then it was after that. After reading the, the the pilot, it was the quality that people associated with it. You know, John Wells and yeah, Chris Rock and Ann Betterman. They've all won Emmys, and you know that that was a no brainer. But uh, but I would say that the, the script, the parts, and then the, the people involved in that order. Yeah, no, I can I can definitely see that. And and you're right. There's definitely a, a case where, and I and I wonder if that has to do with uh, people's attention spans today. But where television shows you know the characters all want to talk about their feelings every moment so you know exactly what they're feeling every moment so ultimately i think the audience doesn't even feel like they really have to pay attention all that much because the characters are going to tell them yeah yeah i think that's I yeah. think that's exactly right i think i think the um the the scripted uh, character based dramas are um going to table and that may be because the audience share for doing those sorts of things on network TV isn't there anymore, that these will only appeal to a certain amount of people um, who right. are willing to be patient and not be spoon-fed their, uh, their, um, their plot lines. That they have to, you, yeah. you are going to have to pay attention and kind of um, maybe even go back and do something again to kind of understand you know, what exactly is going on. Right, more, more of a niche audience, perhaps. It, maybe, it might be, unfortunately. And I th- I, but I think, unfortunately, I think that's somewhat a result of the... Um, uh, of the severe kind of ADD that we all have in today's society, and I'm not saying I'm any different, but you know, that we're we're bombarded with so much media that it's hard for us to focus for more than about 15 minutes at a time. You know, it's like we just, you know, it's all becoming webisodes. It's all becoming like five-minute little sketches or little uh, um, small little bits that you can kind of download into your brain without having right to kind of YouTube YouTube mentality. 
when they canceled the show, um, I believe that NBC said that in terms of tone, that they felt the second season was too dark for the time slots they had available. Did they give you guys any sense uh, or any feedback on the second season as it was being produced, or were you guys kind of blindsided by that? Well, that's really more of a producer question. I, I, you know, okay. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not on those calls. However, I, I sort of gathered from, um, from at least from our producer's take, that, that what happened is that, you know, we came on at 10 o'clock in the spring of 09. We did quite well in terms of the reviews. We did pretty well with the viewers. They right. ordered us for another season, or at least another 13. Right. But they put Jay Leno on, and so they said, okay, you're going to be on at 9 o'clock. And the producer said, well, can we still make the same show, or are you going to ask us to make a different show? And they said, no, 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 you're going to make the same show. It's going to be fine. And I said, are you sure? Because it's pretty dark. Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, we, well, we like that. We, that that's, that's good. Okay. So then they start writing the scripts. We start getting back into production. And then apparently it, it just became uh, battle after battle over the content. Um, mm-hmm. What did NBC want to see out of the content, and what what did the producers want to see? And and it was there were a lot of arguments over that. Um, the producers themselves can speak more directly to what those arguments were and over what. But um, you know, I think it's unfortunate that um, the timing of the entire thing was just very unfortunate. That yeah. Uh, that they decided to put Jay Leno on at 10, that our show in particular, as opposed to almost anything else that NBC had, is just not a 9 o'clock show um, in terms of what is allowed on network TV at this point in time. Yeah. Because U.S. television, which is another whole can of beans, that, you know, can of worms that I don't want to open up. But, you know, so we were having legitimate problems with some of the content. And you've, I, I think they've, they've sent you the first two, right? You've seen the first two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that there is some content in there. Um, Absolutely. But interestingly enough, the thing, some of the things that NBC was upset about, apparently, um, I'm just going to tell you this, they were, um, there's a scene in the first episode where, where Sean and Kevin, Sean had a scene, Kevin Alejandro, the gang detectives are in, the, are in prison, and they're talking to one of the gangbangers um, in his cell. Right. And you're kind of tight, and then at the you know, tight into all of them, and again, at the end, you realize that, the, the bangers been uh, been on the toilet the whole time. Um, well, this was a, something that NBC had a problem with. They did not want wow. to see why that was too graphic or something or unnecessary <laughs> or something. And it's kind of like, first of all, I mean, I think there's some there's a little bit of comedy there that these cops are yeah. used to having to go to a jail cell and talk to a guy who's literally on the toilet. Um, he thinks that highly of them um, that he doesn't bother doesn't bother to get up on the right. Toilet. Yeah, and then and then secondly, you know. That's just another. It's just another textural thing on our show that separates it from being like every other show. Right. You start losing things like that, and it's not like that. If you lost that one moment, the show would cease to be what it is. But I think the producers were taking a pretty hard stance and saying, if you start losing things like this, there's not going to be a reason for the show to be around anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you soften it, then it has no bite or anything. Our show is only good. It's only good when it's when it's being as real as it can possibly be. It's only good, right? When, because that is the the one of the only things that separates it from any of the other cop shows out there. Is that yeah. we really are on the streets of L.A. We really are talking to if they're gang members. There usually are ex-gang members. If we're in Koreatown, we're in Koreatown. Uh, we 
shoot handheld. We shoot on the streets. We try to take our stories from the cops. We try to uh, work with the LAPD to to make it everything feel as real as possible. If you take that out of it, there's just no point in making the show. Yeah. Well, now in in retrospect, you know, if this whole thing had happened six months, eight months later, mm-hmm. uh, but but at the same time, I yeah. get the sense that you guys are probably in a much better place to being being on TNT where. The audience is is used to watching, um, well, just what we were talking about before. They they have to pay attention. Yeah, well, we hope so. We hope so. I mean, I I I I, I think what you said has a lot of. Um, I, I hope what you said is true. <laughs> I think it is, um, but it will all depend on the ratings. But yeah, I think I think certainly if the show can work on TNT and we can do well enough in the ratings to get full seasons on TNT, right? I think you'll see us just. I think we're just going to have a ball making it. We're just going to have a real, we're going to have a great time being able to do all the things that we were constantly being um, scrutinized for when we were on network TV and weren't, weren't really fully able to do. Um, and I think that'll just be a joy for everybody on the show. And, yeah. And, uh, and we, we, you know, I think we're all itching to be able to do that. Um, but until then, we just have to kind of, kind of wait and see how the ratings are and do as much as we can to promote the show. Yeah. Do you do you have any uh, sense of a timeline when you'll expect to hear if they if they decide to do a third season? Yeah, I think I think they're going to let us know relatively quickly, you know. I think that okay. um, once they see the ratings for the first say two or three episodes, I mean there's only six of them, so um, Right. Um they'll they'll know all the ratings by mid-April, but um I I would say you know, mid to late March, they'll know kind of what what sort of ratings we're getting on average, and then um, and then they can make a decision uh, based off of that. You know, if they want to renew us or not, and if they do, we can be ready to shoot within a couple of months because we have scripts ready to go because we were supposed to do 13 on, on right, so, right. You know, we can go late spring, early summer. It's just a question of when. You know, when do they want to put it on? What night against what? Compared with what? You know, so so I would say we could be shooting by late spring, early summer, but that all depends. It's all a TNT's call. Right. If the show for some reason doesn't get picked up, do you feel like the last episode that you shot can serve as some sort of series finale, or is it just kind of another no. episode? <laughs> I can't. I mean, uh, I mean, no. I I think it will be a solid episode. I, you know, I'm basing that off of the script and my time on set watching it. I haven't, I haven't actually seen. Um, it cut together, but we hadn't built up. You know, we were supposed to do 13, and we were two weeks from premiering, so the sixth episode was just the sixth episode of any other show that, you know, yeah. in a run. It was just, you know, you know, a, a solid episode, a definitely solid episode with some really great moments in it, but with no culminating in absolutely nothing. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's really frustrating to have that be our last um, salvo, and I, I think, you know, one of the frustrations that we've all had while while doing this show, or while going through this experience of being canceled is that is that we haven't been able to leave we haven't been able to do just 13 episodes all in a row mm-hmm. with pure arcs that will culminate in something where we can at least say we did it we did yeah. what we wanted to do we've created this thing we want to share it with you know the public they'll like it or they won't but we have a sense of closure on the project. Right, a complete story, and, at least a complete yeah. chapter. Exactly, and instead we just sort of got chopped, you know, we got our knees chopped out from underneath us. So um, we just have to 
pray that people watch and march and, uh, and uh, TNT and Uzo. Yeah. Uh, ben, regarding your previous series, The O.C., are you happy with the show, the way that the show ended? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with how it ended. I mean, shows like, shows like that, um, uh, and I think maybe nowadays it's a little different, but they, but they could at some point, like 902 would could go on for, it went on for whatever it was, 10, 15 years. Yeah. I don't think that was really, I don't think that, I, first of all, I don't think I, I wouldn't have wanted to do it that long. Um, right. Um, I, I I had a great time doing it. Um, I think we told some really fun, great stories, and we really, you know, lucked into being at the right place at the right time and just nailing the sort of zeitgeist of the of the moment. Um, and that's a testament to Josh Schwartz in particular. But yeah. But uh, but you know, after three or four years, we were kind of I think either running out of stories or. Um, the, the enthusiasm just wasn't there, um, and I and I right. think that it sort of died a natural death. And I think at the end of the day, we told kind of eighty-eight stories, and we did eighty-eight episodes. That's yeah. Funny. I think I think um, I think it was fine. I think for most of the cast, everyone was kind of you know ready to uh, to uh, to move on and, and see if they could do something else in the world. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Sure. No, my pleasure. Thank you. That concludes this edition of the podcast. I want to thank Ben once again for taking the time for the interview and to TNT for making it possible. As always, I enjoy hearing from you, either feedback on the podcast or any questions you might have. You can send them to podcast at tvseriesfinale.com. You can also leave a comment on our new phone line at 213-814-3200. That's 213-814-3200. And who knows? you might hear your comment on an upcoming podcast or video. If you'd like to subscribe to this podcast, you can do so for free, of course. There's feed information on the website, or you can go to the iTunes store and search for TV Series Finale, and you'll find us under the free podcasts. While you're there, if you'd like to support the show, please leave a review on iTunes. By doing that, you help promote the show and help other people to find it, which helps keeps it going. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and MySpace. We'd love to connect with you there. And please feel free to visit tvseriesfinale.com for the latest cancellation news, petitions, last episodes, and reunion information for your favorite shows. I'm Trevor Kimball, and until next time, stay tuned.